Um, three, two, one. Welcome to the God is Awesome podcast, everyone. My name is Aaron Mamouyak. I'll be your host. This is a podcast uh, show featuring Christian testimonials and how, well, our title, How God is Awesome in Our Lives. And we have a very special guest on today in Sarah. <laughs> thank you for joining yeah, us today. Thank you. Um, we were just going to dive into her life and see how God has changed her life and uh, turned her into a Christian and turned her and, and saved her life. And um, But before we do that, please subscribe to iTunes and uh, Spotify and share this video or this podcast with anyone who you find might relate to Sarah's story here. Um, Sarah, without further ado, we want to kick it off to you. Um, just thank you so much for being on. Um, I know, you know, this kind of thing can be nervous, but just yeah. like this is a time where we could share testimonies of yeah. like what God mm -hmm. has done in your life. And remember, like God is awesome. And he you came awesome. here knowing that. He <clears throat> is awesome. And that's what I signed up for. <laughs> awesome. So uh, yeah. what's your origin story? Uh, where yeah. where were you headspace wise mm -hmm. spiritually mm -hmm. when you came to Christ, like uh, before you came to Christ? Yeah. Well, and starting with God is awesome on our podcast. And there's just so many ways he's been awesome in my life. I could have like subseries of how he's awesome in my marriage, how he's awesome with raising my kids. Mm -hmm. And um, I could go on and on about just how amazing God is. And I really wanted to bring that energy yeah. and just that, that awesomeness um, of, of what he's done in my life. Um, so, but in his word, I just wanted to to start with this as kind of a just like a little I don't know something in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> but in in this in the Bible in the book I, I brought it here because I have my little notes that maybe not everybody could see. But um, in His Word we see amazing relationships through amazing stories of the Bible. People with real lives and real stories. Um, wealthy, prominent leaders that were rich and you know just doing life well. Mm -hmm. Um, to poor people laying in the dirt on the ground yeah. and, and their story, it's alive. It's a living word. And that's one of the ways God is amazing is that we have these interpersonal relationships here that we can share. And his link is Jesus, mm -hmm. that horizontal relationship with the horizontal piece and the vertical piece that forms the cross. And that's the basis of why God is awesome. Yeah. But um, so to my story, I didn't always believe that. I didn't always believe in in the cross, and um, but it starts when I was a little girl, and my dad was a minister, and a my, he was an ordained minister. He okay. was uh, the leading principal of the Christian school where I grew up and attended my whole life, and my mom was uh, a teacher in the school, mm -hmm. and I grew up reciting scripture chapters a all have sinned and come short of the glory of god b believe on the lord jesus christ you will be saved c choose you this day whom you will serve oh, we went through the whole the ABCs. alphabet oh, abcs man. abcs from the time i was a child that that scripture of hide those words in my heart mm -hmm. they were hidden in my heart and my parents really gave me that firm foundation and um i grew up that way so you grew up do you think you you were a Christian back then or were yes. you just kind of yep. learning? Okay. I remember praying with my dad. Um, I remember being baptized and, um, and you know, just talking with my parents and growing up in church and being, being um, just sure of my faith at okay. a young age and being, being on fire for God, even like through youth conferences and youth retreats. But 
life changes. Wait, before we go, how did that happen? Like, so were you, how young were you? Um, I remember, I remember praying around the time I was five or six or seven, somewhere, somewhere in there with my dad. Mm -hmm. My dad was very, um, he was an educational leader. And so he was very, um, intent on making sure we knew, knew what we were talking about. I wasn't allowed to take communion until I could verbally say why. Oh, by the book. Why? Okay. Yeah. You know, that this was the body of Christ and, and this was his, his blood that, that we're remembering. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I remember, you know, those times in my life and, and feeling very confident. Yeah. So Um, you had a good, strong foundational, mm -hmm. very, uh, very spiritual foundation. Yes. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. So that brings me to the changes, the changes. Yeah. And a lot of times for all of us that happens in our teen years mm-hmm. and uh, where we just choose to, re- you know, choose to try to figure things out for this ourselves. Is, this is something like in the teenage years where like the sin just. Like, just... <laughs> I can't wait for Jake Noah to be a teenager. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait for you to have kids. Oh, man. But, um, oh, my goodness. So, um. Well, I met Jeremy. Uh-huh. That was the beginning. Okay. That was the beginning of it. Jeremy's your husband? Jeremy is my husband. He he was my boyfriend. And um and are we good? No, you're good. Okay. Well, so uh we did not follow the rules of the church uh-huh. and the Christian school that I had attended. And um I was expelled from my Christian school. From your dad? From your dad's school? Yep. You ex mm-hmm. You, <laughs> yep. I you were expelled mm-hmm. from your your dad expelled you. Yes. Oh man, that's mm-hmm. rough. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it was it was actually a good thing. What, why did why? why? Um, we were not following the rules, and what does that mean? And that in the Christian faith, you are not to have sexual relationships oh, okay. before marriage, and um, being that my dad was a leader. In the church, he was on the the deacon committee, and um, he they decided as a panel that I was not allowed to attend my school anymore, and uh, so I was expelled. How old were you? Sixteen, Ooh. and and I didn't know anything else. Sure. So, um, so here I am, a sixteen year old girl. We we got married right right away. Okay. Jeremy and I did. We were given a choice. And like uh, at 16? Yeah. You got mm-hmm. married? Yes. Mm-hmm. We got married at 16. How old was Jeremy? Jeremy had just turned 19. Wow. And um, and so as two kids, we just kind of started life. And it, it was... Uh, um, that's a lot of... That's a lot of... St- that's, that's a lot yeah. right there. Because mm-hmm. you grew up this whole time essentially a good Christian kid. Yep. Oh, it was, it was good. And it, it wasn't over with yet because I, um, I had this confidence and being brought up in this church where there was a lot of rules. Now I was free. I was free of these rules Oh man! and I had a point to prove. Oh no. And so Sarah found the shortest skirt and the tallest pair of high heels I could. And I brought my (laughs) husband back to the church that had asked us to leave. And I made him keep his hand on me the entire time. Oh, right right here, right right Wherever it would be. (laughs) In the lower places. Wherever. And and, um, because I I had a 
I had a point that I I was bound and determined to to prove that it doesn't matter who you are, what you look like, whether you're the girl on the front row with her, your hands raised high, mm-hmm. or if you're on the last pew and you're you're sipping alcohol with your boyfriend in the parking lot. It, you know, the the Lord loves us all. Yeah. The Lord loves us yeah, all. Absolutely. And um, and I knew. I believed in a higher power, and at this point, I think I have it all figured out. And um, <clears throat> but needless to say, we we left church for a while. We we just couldn't find a place uh, so that you that your, fit. You, you left your dad's church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your dad wasn't the pastor there, but he was the primary he was the minister. minister. Yeah, he was. The, so like, how big of a church are we talking about? And, uh, uh, how big of a school are we talking about? Um, we had about three hundred and fifty children from. Church kindergarten to high school oh, so the kinder- yeah i was like one of 12 in in my sophomore class gotcha. or yeah something so everyone knew around yeah mm-hmm. it yep. wasn't like something that was swept under the rug or anything it was everyone knew oh what that like, i had that been asked guys, to leave and yeah. expelled oh they knew that i was expelled how was yeah. that with like family tension and stuff like it was a very very difficult time in my family it was and um you know relationships were strained and my parents divorced about a few years after that. And this was, this was a a crazy time, um, in our lives. And, uh, when, when I look back at that, I see that the thread of God's love just kind of interwoven in my life, even though my belief at this point is, is kind of unraveling. What do you mean by unraveling? Um, like, okay, so in this time that Jeremy and I are, we're doing life and I'm in nursing school and I'm studying about, about, um, just human science mm-hmm. and, and I'm learning things at the bedside of people and I'm taking care of people in Muslim faith, in, um, mm-hmm. Buddhism, all kinds of walks. And so you're, you're, and I see, and these spiritual verses keep coming back to play in my life, um, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength in this loving God and, and who he is and what he means to me. Um, but I just didn't quite grasp it, you know? And But I thought I did. Sure. I thought I had it all figured out. After all, I'm, my dad's an ordained minister, sure, you know? Sure. So, um, so, so it's just, um, I, I'm just learning this language of love. I'm taking care of people at the bedside and um, I'm just kind of going through life and I, I believe in a higher power. I believe in God, but that personal part of it was missing mm-hmm. for me. So um, at this time we kind of figure out, oh, yeah, we're doing pretty good in life. We get ourselves through school. How and, old are you? 20 something. 20 something. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so we're during okay. So for between ex, being mm-hmm. expelled, yeah. short skirts Sarah into the mm-hmm. church, into now 20, 20 ish, early twenties. Yep. Your your parents have divorced. Yep. Uh, family tensions are still there, or, or or what do you? Um, always, always um with a, that thread, that undercurrent of love. Okay. For all my family, but yes, certainly. Tense, you know? but love. There's love there, but you know yeah. that there's always love there. But There's it's always like, yeah, yeah. And then, and then now, your your vision of what spirituality is is kind of like mm-hmm. unraveling. Yeah. 
because um, mm-hmm. you're getting a lot. And more I'm just kind of reaching and grasping. Gotcha. Here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I still believe in this higher power. And um, you're saying higher power now. Higher power, mm-hmm. but I don't have a name for gotcha. him. God. Okay. God. I I call it God, but I I did not believe in Jesus mm-hmm. at at this time. Okay. So my childlike faith had just kind of like dissipated. I didn't know what to do with it. You know, there's that verse in first Corinthians 13 and it says, when I was a child, I thought as a child, I spoke as a child. And Mm -hmm. when I became an adult, I put away childish things, put that away, but Mm -hmm. I didn't really know how to do that, you know? So, um, so, but through this, through nursing and this language of love, uh, I thought, you know, I have this all figured out. I'm still pretty confident Sarah here. And when Jeremy and I had children, huh, I, uh, I think I'm going to write this children's book and I'm going to write on, you know, how the best way to teach your children about people and to be in the society of love where we love everyone. And I do believe that we are called here to love everyone, no matter who you are what you believe, you know, and, and somewhere in Christianity, I think that just gets missed sometimes in, in the rules of, of, um, my upbringing, that authoritarian authoritative kind of upbringing. So you, you grew up, I'm guessing authoritative, you're saying like legalist or very strict rules. Yes, yes, yes. Interesting. Uh-huh. So that probably played a role into how, why you were dressing up and rebelling. Oh and yeah. Like I had I only wore culottes. I was not allowed. What's a, what's a, cool, yeah. what's a culotte? Mm, a long skirt. <laughs> long <laughs> skirt. Okay. Yep. And um, it's probably one of the reasons why I like to cuss so okay. much now. All right. <laughs> because it's a, um, it's a reaction to such a strict upbringing. Well, it was, but there was also like that suppression when there's so many rules. And, and this is one thing that just relays home with me and um what pastor scott says here at sunlight is not about what you do or what you don't do it's about what's been done mm, for you yeah. but still i'm at this point in my life and i don't understand this sure, sure. i don't i'm still in this rules mode and we're still learning that I'm yeah yes lives, every day sure. every day and, and like all the rules kind of become suffocating to a point you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah okay so mm-hmm. now your 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 children are born oh well, my children are born and you want to you want to try to raise them up in uh a to love everyone. Yeah. To be this, this is the society we live in. You know, I, I want to teach them right. And I want to be open to people. Um, and so my sister was a speech therapist here at sunlight. And she said, Sarah, sunlight is like the best place, um, for, for kids. And you just got to get the boys in here. So we registered Jake when he was four and Jeremy and I are, the astute parents and we were like, we're going there. We're going to find out what kind of people are, sure. are here. We're Weirdos. Gonna, who's going to be touching my babies? <laughs> yeah. You know, who am I trusting my kids to? Yeah. And um, <clears throat> the first time we heard Pastor Scott speak, even though for a girl that had been raised in church my whole life, it was something completely different. How, and what way? First of all, I, I've heard pastors speak with, with passion and what they believe in, but it was more sincere, more genuine, um, more heartfelt and intellectual. Mm. Like he, he pulls out history and he talked, um, about maps and geography and it was real. It was like, Oh, this isn't just some 
weird story. Like this is actually a place that I've heard of sure, today. Sure. Okay. Um, and so Owen was only two at the time or thereabouts. Mm -hmm. And, um, so, and it was in the old building. So we just, we kind of started that path and then who would Jake have for his first year teaching or first year in sunlight? His teacher was Sarah oh. Apostolico and, uh, who's our children's minister now. And, um, and we began a relationship and we were meeting together and just kind of walking through some truths in the Bible. And what, what, what truths were you talking about? We went through a discipleship program, but there were times that I would just kind of find myself still lost. And I would just kind of pop in Scott's office and just be like, hi, <laughs> I'm here. Um, yeah. And I really appreciate the patience of our pastor. You gave him like theological questions or something. Well, well, I kind of presented him with this like like this doubt that I had. Mm, and I okay. just said, um, you know, I've already been asked to leave one church and I really <laughs> like, it's going to really hurt my feelings. If you, at this point, I mean, I'm, I'm vested in sunlight here. Yeah. My kids, both of the boys were going and to school and I'm like, it's, you know, I, I just need to like kind of clear the air a little bit, I guess, because I don't want you to think I'm something that I'm not. I'm, I find myself, I'm coming to, to church and I, I still have this doubt of like, of, of God, I'm missing this piece, right? I believe in God, mm. but I don't believe in Jesus because it's like, I, I think somewhere, sometimes in our, our college life, when we are becoming educated and we hear different things, um, like, like the virgin birth. And I'm like, yeah, what's up well, with that? yeah, I'm a nurse and I, I know how babies are made. <laughs> yeah, I got that. Yeah. So um, it's just like I, the, the science calls yeah. to me sure. and the belief of, of that. I just I wasn't sure. And, and I felt I told Pastor Scott, I said, I feel like doubting Thomas. Lord, do I have to put my hand in the nail hole? I know the story, yeah. but I, I just don't feel it in my heart. Yeah. You know, do I have to literally like if I was that disciple and I was walking with Jesus, would I still doubt? Mm -hmm. um, and and I remember the, the question he asked was like, well, Sarah, <laughs> I feel like how oh, my pastor's got, <laughs> oh, he's going to kill me. Uh, but he just said, um, do you believe in creation? And for me, that that's a no brainer. I don't, you know, with nursing, I've seen the inside of a human body. I've, I've seen a beating heart. Uh, I've seen it sewn back up again. And I like to come from a monkey to come from a blast of fire in the sky. Really? No, you know, it just, no, I, I believe that there is an intellectual being that has put us here for a greater purpose. And he said, if that's true, do you not believe, you know, that he could put Jesus on earth through a virgin, through Mary? Sure. And I remember going home and talking to Jeremy and just like reviewing the arguments for Christ and like asking him, like, are you, where are you at in all this? And what do you feel? And I, you know, it just, I don't know. 
it something just kind of began to click and it was um through just through talking with people pastor scott andrea sarah ashley amber um just so many people that god puts in our life and even some of my closest friends now today i was just talking to um one of my close friends rebecca and you know it's just you don't know you know you might feel isolated or you might feel that you've never been in a situation but again god puts us there to have these interpersonal relationships to talk to people to hear people and um he's the missing link yeah and it just kind of began to click it began to fit and Sarah talks about her Jill, her Miss Jill, and there was she was one of mine, mm. you know. And um, was it a slow process? Yeah, um, from the time that we first came to Sunlight, yeah. yeah, over the first couple of years, and that we were here because so it was every years you're talking about years here. Um, the first, like the first two years that we were here, and Owen mm. was two, Jake was four. Um, so those first couple of years and that pieces began to click for me. Um, so, and I just, I remember, um, you know, just finding, feeling that missing link and, and now, you know, we've, who we are now, um, I don't know, it's just still growing, still yeah. growing every day. Yeah. But that's why I say like that God is amazing and what he's done throughout my life, what he's done in my marriage, um, help me raising kids. Like he's still working on me, sure, you know, sure. every, every single day. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. You mentioned in your marriage. Well, there's a couple of things I want to ask, like in your marriage, how has he changed you mm -hmm. in raising your kids? How has mm -hmm. he changed you? And I want to touch on the, the science aspect of it. Mm -hmm. um, how you meant, because I think a lot of uh, people, that's a lot of their hangups. Like, how can a rational person think like, okay, a virgin given birth. Mm -hmm. So let's talk, let's talk about like the marriage mm -hmm. first. Uh, mm -hmm. How do you think God has been uh, working in your marriage then? Um, well, I mean, there's, when you're married at 16, like that, mm, yeah. that's hard. We, yeah. we grew up together. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so there's, there was times that we said, we're done, you know, and we're not going to do this anymore. And, um, but there's that probably just that stubbornness streak and that, that confidence or that call to each other that, um, no, we're going to see this through. We mm -hmm. had a lot of people tell us that we would never make it really tons of people, uh, yeah, it's you 16, know, yeah, our families, yeah, for sure. not, not everyone in our family, but some, some people did not believe that we would ever make it a year. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it was just kind of like even a contest, like, Oh yeah, I'll show you. Oh man. <laughs> we, and now it's just like, Oh, we just had 20 years. Holy cow. Holy smokes. So, wow. Yeah. When people hear, hear that and they're like, Oh, what'd she do? Marry her cousin? <laughs> Who is this? this woman from the <laughs> one from the sticks here in her culottes and her husband in 20 years. Yeah, that's funny. But, oh man, uh, that's crazy. But, um, so yeah, so you guys came close to divorce a couple times yeah. and then, and then, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm sure those were hard. Those are yep. like hard moments. And then Growing. how did God, was it like forgiveness? Did you lean into God more? What, like what, how that mm -hmm. work out? Um, it was just, 
I, I try, I'm trying to relate it to, to God, mm -hmm. but I think for two simple young kids, we had made a covenant to each other wow. years ago and um, we were bound to see it through. And that covenant is like, is mm -hmm. a reflection of God's covenant with yeah. us and his people. And I like what Pastor Forever. Bill said one time too, like, again, our, or Pastor Scott, whoever said that message, but our love relationships are, exist to reflect God, mm -hmm. to reflect his love for us. Yeah. And, and sometimes when I still do want to punch Jeremy or want to, <laughs> I love you, babe. <laughs> but sometimes when I feel that, you know, it does help me get through that, you know, just sticking it out and persevering, yeah. you know, is exists to point others to Christ. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so you, well, you talked about love and how you want to raise your kids to love mm -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. What's been the difficulties and challenges there in raising them as far as like loving people like God loves us? Mm -hmm. um, it's very difficult. You know, we live in this um, society where if you're, you can, you can justify your political vote on your faith. Mm -hmm. People say, well, you're a Christian and you should watch Fox news only, sure. or you should only listen to NBC or mm -hmm. this. No, um, you know, lines have been being drawn in, in Christianity faith by humans for centuries, but God never intended it to be that way. Yeah. And, um, I still find, even though I've come through all these rules that I, I find myself in them, you know, still like, no guys, we are going to look this way or we're going to be this way. Mm -hmm. And, and then that calling comes to me and then I'll just like totally loosen up the reins and be like, whatever, sure. wear your Superman shirt and your flip flops <laughs> to church. And, but yeah. then I'm just like, wait a minute, this God that I'm worshiping is holy and I want to show people yeah. I, I respect. So it's like constant grasp of yeah. like, it's just bouncing back and forth between what's <laughs> what, how can I respect and call mm -hmm. God holy and how yep. can I live in the mm -hmm. freedom of Christ that he's given me? Yeah. How yeah. can I kind of, you know, abide by the rules, but not be owned by the rules. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it's just, yeah, it's, it's tough. A, it's challenging. It's, Can't wait till you have children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, that's the thing, you know, I, I, so I, I was given this advice for children. I don't know. You tell me if it's a good advice. <laughs> um, but, uh, it said when they're young, when they're small, you think for them, mm -hmm. when they're a little older, you think with them. And when they're old enough, you hope that they could think for themselves. Absolutely. And um, that's always kind of been my philosophy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I obviously don't have kids. I'm not, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, don't have any experience in it, mm -hmm. but it would seem like that would be kind of the case when in spiritual growth, mm -hmm. like if you're just learning or just being introduced to like what God wants for your life, mm -hmm. you should probably like just kind of throw out everything that you had and kind of just mm -hmm. stick with what the yeah. Bible says. Mm -hmm. And then eventually you kind of find this freedom where you're like wrestling. Okay, there's some things about here like dress in church or whether or not I could drink alcohol mm -hmm. or whether or not I could go see this movie or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you think with someone, that's the discipleship that I yeah. think that you mm -hmm. had. Mm -hmm. uh, and now you're thinking for yourself and now you're, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know teaching others, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, I, I think that's what, I think that's the general course of things, but yeah. I mean, who knows? Yeah, that's right. That's what we're called to do, you know, and, um, to point others. But I think 
through our interpersonal relationships that we're constantly growing and and every day yeah. just relearning the gospel every day. Oh, that's a good um, point. Yeah. You know, I I just I love Ashley and sometimes she'll she'll say things to me too and or it's not it's not the girl on the front row or the last row or if you're there at all sometimes your faith isn't isn't going to look like what you think it oh, should yeah. look like yeah. you know and it's just constantly rebuilding rebuilding that trust in in Jesus and yeah. knowing that it's not about do's or don'ts it's about what's been done absolutely and because of that he wants us to to serve him with mm -hmm. all our heart, all yeah. our soul, all our mind, all our strength. And um, yeah. I just, I pray every day that the boys will, will grow up and will, will learn that truth for themselves and yeah. be able to think on their own for sure for that. Mm -hmm. uh, the last thing I want to ask you, or the second to last thing is how about that science part you were talking about? Yeah. So you're coming from like a very uh, biological um, mm -hmm. background uh, mm -hmm. in nursing, mm -hmm. a medical background in nursing. And, um, like, how did you overcome that? Or, or rather, how did God see through that? If it was it just like small conversations with people or mm -hmm. over a couple of years, or mm -hmm. was it just like a piece about accepting, hey, yeah, there was a virgin birth. Like, yeah. what was it here? Yeah. And how could you probably encourage someone else who's probably got the same hangups? Yeah. So, so that um, people describe that still small whisper. And I see that like as a thread just woven through my life in some conversations okay. like uh like even with pastor scott and he was telling me about some of the the studies like when it comes down to it i like facts mm -hmm. i like knowledge mm -hmm. and um there was a movie out just a couple years ago too called the case for christ and a group of us ladies went and saw that too yeah. i love that story mm -hmm. because here's a guy and he wants facts yeah. he wants proof and he is actually trying to disprove Jesus. He's yeah. trying to disprove him and, and he becomes a Christian and a great leader. And so I want, I'm a person that I like science. I like facts. Sure. Please. I've been, I've been told things my whole life. I need something. I need some proof. I think that's why the map called to me too. Yeah. And Scott pulls out his maps, but, um, is just like, um, so there's, there have been studies and there've been facts yeah. that that we as christians can base our belief on it's not and scott tells us all the time think yeah. think about it yeah. you know don't just uh, i don't know my faith is is i don't know my hope is built on nothing less than jesus blood and righteousness yeah. but i i i wanted you, to hear about that yeah i heard about this term uh reasonable faith right mm -hmm. um uh, i forgot by who what's his name I forget, but um, it's it's talking about how you have faith in God and you and you know you trust in mm -hmm. the gospel, but you want to like rationalize it. You mm -hmm. want to like yeah. it, it builds a, a certain security in mm -hmm. your own heart. Not that it's not possible without it, but like people forget that the Bible's a like a historical mm -hmm. document. History, here. like it's story. it's the most highly you know uh, scrutinized mm -hmm. and critiqued document. Yeah. It's got mm -hmm. the most like uh, historical historicity. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, what's that called? Manuscripts mm -hmm. that kind of self-check it, and that uh, these happen in like the Middle East. This is like a yeah. real setting mm -hmm. in the Middle East with mm -hmm. real people in a particular mm -hmm. time with a particular. Uh, Tim Keller puts it: Jesus Christ was a particular man with a particular race, with particular hair color and height and weight mm -hmm. and eye color, mm 
Mm-hmm. Um, he was real. And yeah. like mm-hmm. this, this, if we're speaking the truth, we shouldn't be scared about any right. of that kind of stuff too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that. Um, uh, when people have doubts mm-hmm. and they you know, are curious about this, mm-hmm. the stats or the mm-hmm. whatever, the facts, um, that they air it out and they talk about yeah. it. Yeah. And I, I do encourage anybody who's out there listening that if, if there's a question that just doesn't seem right, or you think something's missing, ask one of our leaders at sunlight, anybody that you have a connection with, or even that you feel because, um, sometimes it just takes like voicing that thought and, and voicing, huh, what about this? You know, and, and someone to just hear you or even hearing, hearing myself say it out loud, like, you know, putting those missing links together. Sure. And, and I know we all have to find our story. Yeah. We all like, this is the beauty of, of what we're doing here yeah. is we have to find our way. Yeah. And that's really hard sometimes, <laughs> you know, even when you're a girl growing up with it in your face, yeah. in your mind all the time. Yeah. Um, so I just, I am so glad. And I just think God is awesome. And yeah. I'm excited of what he's done in my life. I'm excited of what he's going to do. Well, Sarah, I mean, I think you said <laughs> I said it, you said it best there, but I want to I want to give you that last statement here. Why do you think God is awesome? God is awesome because, and I, I had a chance to think about this, so I'm looking at my paper. <laughs> so, but no matter who you are, where you're at in life, whether you're rich or poor, we can find hope, purpose, and meaning in Jesus. Mm. That's, Hope, that's my purpose my and meaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because these other places, it's just, there's not, not enough hope, not mm-hmm. enough purpose, not enough meaning. For no. sure. And it doesn't come from me. It's not, it's not about me. Yeah. It's, and that part of that release of that perfection and release of the rules and mm. release of this, who, whether I'm wearing the dress on Sunday or not, yeah. the release of that, it, I have hope and purpose and meaning through Jesus and, it's it's a beautiful thing. He's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Sarah, thank mm-hmm. you so much for an amazing uh, interview and conversation. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on, um, on the podcast. Be sure to like and share this video with anyone who you think might relate to some of the stuff that we talk about and subscribe to iTunes and rate us and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, we want to give a quick shout out to everyone who's tuned in live. Um, and uh, thank you guys. We will see you guys soon. Right, we're going to end the live stream here, but we just want to say what's up to Carrie and Nelson and Amber and Sarah. Who else is here? There's a whole bunch Amber. of people here. <laughs> yeah, are you guys still? There's three of us still watching here. Uh, Rebecca and Dee and Matt, thank you guys for watching. Hi, Amber. She says, love you, girl. Love you. <laughs> we will, Amber, you need to be, hop on this podcast soon. We will see you guys later. Thanks again.